You're listening to Heatwave Radio's Classic Movies Live, the pre-recorded show where we talk about movies that just came out. Today, we are talking about Bill and Ted Face the Music uh, is the third Bill and Ted movie. I've seen the first two. Pierre has not. So we've got two very interesting. Well, we've got we got sort of two opinions going in here. We got like lifelong fan and we got someone who's just coming into the trilogy for the first time. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Anyway, that's what we're going for. That's that's what we hit here. Um, I don't think there's any spoilers in this. I don't think we did any spoilers here. We certainly didn't have a spoiler warning, so I guess watch out for that. But like, we had enough to say about the movie without spoiling anything. So if you haven't seen this movie and you still want to, you can still listen to this podcast. Uh, I guess what what might be a little bit of a spoiler is the song you're about to hear, which is that which binds us through time, the chemical, physical, and biological nature of love and exploration of the meaning of meaning, part one. You're listening to another episode of Heatwave Movies Classic, Heatwave Radio's Classic Movies Live, uh, Heatwave Movies Classic Radio Live. Everybody, um, the pre-recorded TV show where we talk about old radio. I guess I have lost my train of thought entirely, but that's okay. And you know what? I guess that's probably appropriate enough because uh, today we are going to talk about a movie that it's. This has been in production for like. Well, it's been in some stage of production for like 10 years. This is another one. Um, this one, this is a movie that's actually been like in some level of production way longer than even New Mutants. Although I don't think it was in development hell in quite the same way for nearly as long. Uh, today's movie is Bill and Ted Face the Music, which is a movie I was really looking forward to because uh, when I was much younger, my dad made a point to me that I need to watch the Bill and Ted movies because they are very important. So I did. And I love them. And I've been waiting for this movie since they like announced that it was probably going to eventually be made in like 2010. I didn't act. This is another one that I didn't actually think would see the light of day until like in 2018, the guy who plays Bill, Alex Winter was like, Oh yeah, they got a script and we're going to start making it. So yeah, like, it was a pretty odd time. I guess, honestly, I think the biggest thing was just Keanu Reeves being pretty famous now. Really yeah, so, back. yeah, these uh, the original movies, um, I guess, if you're not in the know about Bill and Ted, the original movies were Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, um, which are, they're, uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, I think, was made in 86 and then came out in 88 or something like that. I'm not 100% sure of the exact times there. But uh, they both starred Alex Winter, who is basically not an actor anymore. 
and a very young Keanu Reeves. Uh, it could have been, I don't think it was his first role, but it could have been. Um, he's got a very long, got a very long filmography. It was, it was early into his career. If it was in fact, if Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was actually filmed in 1986, then like it was basically in his first five movies. If, uh, but it didn't actually come out until 1989. So he'd been in almost 10 movies before that. Regardless, like a Keanu Reeves who is unrecognizable as modern day Keanu Reeves in uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So like Bill and, Bill and Ted are these two, um, I don't know, they're just like dudes from San Dimas, California. And it's kind of weird because they're, they're almost like, I would say the, the closest stereotype they fit is like the Valley Girl stereotype, but for dudes. Um, because they're not stoners, really, because they don't get stoned. They don't use, like, any kind of drugs, really. I think they drink in the second movie once. And then, like, they're not, um, they're not like, surfers. I don't think they even live near a beach, even though they're in California. I don't know where San Dimas is exactly. But anyway, they're just, like, they're kind of like these uh, almost, like, Wayne's World-esque Saturday Night Live-type characters that just, like, aren't very smart and end up, for whatever reason, uh, going on very strange adventures. In particular, in the first one, like they have to pass a history class, so they go back in time with help from a dude from the future, played by George Carlin, and they go through time to pick up historical figures so that they can ace their history class. And then in the second one, they get killed, and they, like adventure through hell so it's they go on very strange adventures and that's kind of the i guess that's kind of the idea of the series is just these two guys who shouldn't be going on these weird adventures who are just like i mean they not didn't even peak in high school they're just dudes who live in san dimas and probably don't go very far after that but instead they are supposed to save the world and uh go on excellent adventures and apparently the entire future is based on what they will accomplish, but it is unclear what exactly that is. Um, except in the first movie, it's said that their band, Wild Stallions, uh, the music of Wild Stallions is the basis for the entirety of future society. And then by the second, so by the second movie, that sort of evolved into they will eventually write a song which unites everyone across the world. And then by this movie, they've added and space and time and reality. So that is the idea of this movie. And uh, that's, well, that's not a really good summary of the first two, but that sort of brings us to where we start this movie, Bill and Ted face the music. And uh, Pierre, you want to tell, you, you want to summarize this movie briefly, and then I'll just jump in if I, sure. if you miss anything. Yeah, so uh, the movie is about Bill and Ted who are uh, married with children and uh, they are struggling to, well, the, I guess it starts with they are struggling to kind of live their lives to the fullest because they, they realize they still have this burden to create the song that will save the universe. Right? Is it save or unite the universe? It's one of those two. Un I think it's unite the universe. Unite they are the functionally universe, okay. identical words in this case. Yeah. And then I, I, I'm pretty sure what happens is they're 
like the future people chat they they get transported to the future where the future people tell them that they need they still haven't found the song they put a lot so they put a lot of pressure on bill and ted to find the song as soon as possible so they their idea is to go to the future and steal the song from after from themselves after they had made the song already to avoid writing it and uh while they are doing this meanwhile we are kind of given a side quest of or the b plot which is their daughters um realize that they want to help their dads so that they have so then they also travel through time to collect the world's greatest composers to unite to create the song and then uh and uh, yeah and then you know later we find out whether or not they actually save the world yeah and i guess what's kind of interesting is their daughters are essentially their their plot isn't a hundred percent identical to the first bill and ted but basically their daughters are doing a soft reboot of the first bill and ted where bill and ted themselves are like doing a back to the future style and back to the future chapter two style like um sequel and I think it's kind of cool that they can fit both of those things into a cozy hour and a half or 77 minutes of in of in universe time. Yeah, they I guess it was paced pretty well, honestly, like it was paced uh, pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like I was I OK, I was bored at points, but um, despite like the writing, it, it keeps I think the biggest thing is that um, it keeps switching the settings enough and giving me interesting situations in order to keep the the audience engaged despite honestly horrid writing in my opinion i mean like i again i haven't seen the first two so it was probably designed to be that way but either way i i found it very hard to be absorbed into the dialogue um i'll talk about the dialogue in a second but just on to the what you were saying about like the pacing um, what I noticed is that this Bill and Ted only visit like three or four locations. They don't go very far. And uh, little Bill and little Ted, um, so like, uh, what are their names? Thea and Billy, um, their daughters, also really only go to three or four locations. So there's not that many locations, but it's spaced out in such a way that like, by the time Bill and Ted were supposed were done with the second location and had to go on to the third, I'm like, wait a minute, that they're, they're almost done, but like we're still really early in the movie, and then like it didn't come up for a while yet. Like it was, they don't they they jump between them, uh, and to just time out how long they needed every location pretty well, and then jump between them in a way that I didn't get bored. Which I guess is kind of what you said, except you said you were bored at points. Yeah, there was a couple times, especially at the start. I thought it was kind of slow. Um, I didn't love the 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 not the side plot, but like I guess they they tried to shove in a little character development with with them learning how to love their wives independently, which didn't really tie into the movie at all. But then they had they had a scene that set that up at the start for quite a bit. Like it was. A relatively long scene for the amount it actually reflects in the movie. Yeah, I believe. I I don't know if um to me that feels like part of the movie got cut because like, and that's where I wonder like should this movie not have just been two hours? Even though it was it was an hour and a half, and I liked that it was fairly short and fairly quick paced. But like, it seems 
like their wives have some really important stuff going on in the background that we just kind of don't see. And I feel like we should see that because I think their wives are going on a much more interesting adventure than anyone else in this movie, actually. And like, I don't necessarily think this movie should have had all three of those plot lines going, but I think that if they had to drop one and put the wives in instead, I would probably prefer that. Yeah, that's very, it's very possible. I think it would have been cool to see what like, because they were the only normal, relatively main characters in the movie. So Mm -hmm. it would have been cool to see what like normal people would uh, think of, you know, kind of jumping through time in these scenarios. Well, I mean, they were born in 1408, so they're not entirely normal. This is true, yeah. So, but um, so I guess I guess what we're talking about is very early on their wives. Who, if if you've seen the first two movies, you'll remember that they are medieval English princesses. Um, they go to couples therapy, and while they're at couples therapy, the end of that couples therapy session ends with their wives uh, being like their wives from the future come to pick up their wives from the present to show them different realities uh, and like search for a reality where they are happy with Bill and Ted, like where they're happy as where, where they're happy as a couple or as individual couples. And we see them on the periphery. Like there's several scenes of their wives, like coming into the scene or leaving the scene to go into the time machine and there's never anything shown of what they're actually doing. Yeah. I don't know if that's intentional, but like if that is intentional and nothing got cut, I'm a little disappointed because they set up something that's very interesting for different reasons than the other stuff um, and then didn't expand on it. Yeah, that would have been nice. I uh, Especially because... Like I think the film was a little too oversaturated with like the Bill and Tedness of it all. Um, it was yeah. This movie was very. It I've seen stuff that's way more nostalgia baity, but this movie is something you will enjoy a lot more if you've seen the first two Bill and Ted's because there are. It's not oversaturated with references necessarily, but like there's references. It's very much um, the characters are the exact same with almost no character development between the second movie and this one. And I guess you can probably, exp- I, I'll stop cutting you off now, but you said it's oversaturated with the Bill and Tedness and like, please expand. Oh, I was going to say like, it gets kind of tiring after a bit, the whole like not knowing or playing kind of stupid and going dude all the time it's just kind of like a little much like it's kind of like when you bring again like okay like i haven't seen the first ones but it's kind of like when you bring a a side character that's kind of funny in small chunks but then you you land them the main role right in a a spinoff and then like you're just constantly bombarded with that character's humor and Mm -hmm. in this scenario it's just like as a, a person that's not a fan of the franchise yet um it just feels overdone to me. Like I, especially in a longer movie, I feel like I kind of need a straight man. If like all the characters are just this weird and unrelatable. So to, to ground it in some way or to make me feel something, but like, I just, I like, obviously it's just a fun and silly movie, but I feel no personal connection to the movie. It's just a lot of 
stuff kind of happening because I don't mm-hmm. personally relate at all to Bill and Ted. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, oh man, uh, really all of your complaints so far are things that I think are sort of issues that I had or issues that come up when I compare this movie to the earlier ones a bit. Mm. Because um, when you say, like, when you're talking about the Bill and Tedness of it and that, like, there's no straight man, that is... So, like, in the other movies, Bill and Ted are basically the only characters that are like Bill and Ted, which is kind of how they are in this as well, except that in the other movies, while you don't necessarily get a lot of characters reacting to them and, like, playing off them, you do get that what's, you get that for, like, what seems like a more appropriate amount of time. So, like, mm. in this movie, you get Bill and Ted, and Bill and Ted are playing off of future Bill and Ted. So, like, they're the same characters playing off each other, and, like, if you want a straight man character, you're not getting it there. Meanwhile, yeah. in our second plot line, we have uh, Thea and Billy, who are exactly Bill and Ted. <laughs> so, like, they are playing off of straight man characters a little more, but it's not really enough because now you have six Bill, you have three Bills and three Teds, um, which is oversaturating already. Where in the other movies, like, you have one Bill and one Ted. And even when they play off of ridiculous characters, the characters are ridiculous in other ways. Um, so like it doesn't it doesn't end up being too much too quickly. Yeah, it was just it was a lot. And I don't know. And like I I I personally can't see the differences between the characters as well, other than one's Keanu Reeves and one's not Keanu Reeves. So uh Well, I think that's yeah. that is actually when they're in this, so in this movie, one of the issues that you've, we've already talked about a little bit, um, not one of the issues with the movie, but one of the things the movie tries to do is like Bill and Ted are a unit, like right down to when they go to couples therapy, they go to couples therapy as a couple of couples, because as far as they're concerned, like, yes, Bill has his princess and Ted has his princess, but they are like a full unit. Like you can't split up Bill and Ted. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like them being essentially the same character is kind of part of that character. They are slightly different in that one is played by Alex Winter and one is played by Keanu Reeves. And because they are played by different real life people, they are played slightly differently, but they are essentially the same character because that's kind of who Bill and Ted are. And that's, that's I guess, the guiding issue. And well, that's one of the guiding plot points in this movie is that um or i guess one of the sort of guiding side plot points is that they're trying to like they have to find a sense of individuality to reconnect with their wives although that is i guess a b plot we never see so it doesn't really matter yeah see like that that would have been kind of a cool like actual plot to have like because you know in like a lot of movies you'll have a lot of movies, like, like uh, a lot of higher concept movies, it's just the main plot is just an excuse to to tell a or a, a really extravagant way of telling a very personal story, and like that would have been cool. And that it's a time travel story, and you know they go to hell and back, and they 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 they're recruiting all these different old musicians and stuff, which is like crazy. But at at its core, it's 
a movie about finding individuality and like right like that would have been nice to see in that like it gives me a personal reason to feel more invested um, and it does yeah. it does sort of uh remind me of one scene in this movie in one scene of this movie this is not really a spoiler because i'm not going to say too much about it but in one scene of this movie bill and ted go to the far far future uh like 40 years in the future where they're in an old folks home and they talk to old bill and old ted and once they've had their talk with old bill and old ted old uh like middle-aged bill goes to old bill and sits in his bed and middle-aged ted goes to old ted and sits at his bed and they have like a really heartfelt talk between each other like ted really like he he hashes things out with old ted and bill hashes things out with old bill and it just feels super weird because they're like reconciling with these people who are themselves who like it's not a hundred percent clear why they ever had beef in the first place and why they need to like talk out this beef because technically what they're dealing with is something that they've only been like dealing with for in universe an hour. <laughs> yeah. And so they're talking out this, they're having this really heartfelt conversation with themselves in the future. And it's supposed to be funny because like they're, and it is kind of, cause they're talking to themselves and like old Ted says to young Ted, like I, I felt like I was never real with you or something like that, <laughs> which is just weird things to say. But I feel like that moment would have actually hit super hard if instead that was replaced with like when they have to confront their wives when their journeys actually intersect finally. Because like the heartfelt moment should mean something or be so ridiculous it's like it excuses it. And it's kind of in a weird middle point where the emotional not actually the emotional core, but like the biggest emotional moment on the surface of this movie is like, it's funny, but it's also really strange. And it kind of feels like a wasted opportunity. Yeah. Like there's not many movies where you can pull off something like that realistically. So, and it's an, it's a very interesting concept uh, in, in a lot, lot of ways, but yeah, it's just kind of played off as a throwaway joke. And I'm a little like not saddened, but like I feel I feel like there's that's a, like there's a lot of potential here that's just kind of played off because it just I guess the Bill and Ted like it knows it's not supposed to be good, right? And it knows that, but it it feels a little too aware of that. In that, I think it doesn't care. It just stops caring at all about any emotional relevance because it's just like. Let's throw some cool stuff on the screen and like people will like sort of enjoy it, which is fine. Like I'm yeah. totally cool with that. I just, you know, I wish, especially cause this is a, like you said, this movie has been, uh, has been in the making for like 10 years almost. And like the last one was like 30 years ago. So like, it'd be cool to have a little more of a reason for why this movie exists. I think to me, seeing this movie and seeing how it turned out. And like, I want to just make it clear to everybody. I loved this movie a lot, actually, as much as I'm criticizing it, even seeing how this movie turned out. And like I said, I did like it. I'm just sort of, the more I think about it, the more I see this movie is, I see where this movie misses the mark and it misses it in kind of sad ways because there's, I can see 
sort of places where I can guess what this movie is trying to accomplish emotionally. Yeah. And then I can see other places where like this movie could have attempted something else and it could have been way better. And so like, it's not that there's really, there's, there's a lot of places in this movie where the potential isn't like, isn't wasted in a way that it ruins the movie, but it is sort of missed. And like, it's missed in a way that makes me a little sad because I can kind of see it and it still turned out good, but could you imagine if it was better? And I really think that there's a lot of places where it could be better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that, but also like, I guess it's just how, like how much, I guess like from a filmmaker's perspective for them, it's like how much was making it a great movie really worth it for them? Um, just in terms this of movie, like, this they're movie. banking a lot on the nostalgia anyways. So Yeah, which I guess is also sort of a little disappointing to me because, uh, so I guess here's where I compare it with the older movies. Just did you have anything else you wanted to say before I jump into comparing it to the older movies? Um, well, I, okay. I just want to say quickly that like, I do agree. Like I, I, I'm talking a lot of bad stuff about it. It was a solid movie. Like I, it was enjoyable. I, I just wish they committed. The biggest thing is I wish they just committed more to either a more emotional story and kind of less than the, the, the silliness of it, or just cause, or, or really committed to like the wackiness of the whole thing. Cause like, I think the whole the whole time travel shtick has been done so many times before. Whereas like when this, when these movies first came out, I'm aware that that was a relatively new concept to see in cinema. So it's, uh, it's a little outdated. So they can't really use the same tricks or the same like easy, like, Oh, we're doing time travel again and really like get the audience to be into it. But I really wish they added uh, some stupider stuff than, just to make up for it or yeah like like emotional stuff like honestly my favorite part of the movie i think was maybe like the very start where they're describing how i don't know this is it was probably set up earlier like in the other movies right but like that whole thing where it's like their their high school crush married one of their fathers and then the other father and then married their younger brother or one of their younger I think yeah. it's Bill's younger brother, right? Uh, it's Ted's younger brother. Yeah, Ted's younger brother. Yeah, and honestly, like that was that was probably my favorite, just because of like how ridiculous that whole thing is. It's kind of a cool way to start the movie, and it kind of sets the tone. Um, I like, I like, I do like it because it feels a little more adult of a joke too. It's not everything else is very very kidified, <laughs> but that felt like a little more mature and like fitting of. The, I guess a current audience because I again like I, it's an older franchise I don't see younger kids watching this even though this, this definitely felt like a movie younger kids uh or they were like they were advertising to younger kids um because I don't unless unless you were already a Bill and Ted fan and watching this I don't see someone that has never seen the franchise before w willing to like get into this movie i guess and enjoying it because a lot of the humor just isn't really made for adults in my opinion yeah it's a little interesting because this movie is it's not super mature i mean well okay mature is the wrong word it is a little bit more kid friendly i would say than the other two and the, that's weird because like 
Also, this movie is clearly made for fans of the other two, who at this point... Probably like 50. Yeah. Or if they're people like me, like they're, they're still not kids. Because again, the other two, you know, I watched them when I was a young teenager. But like, those are not kids movies. Yeah. I would say. Well, yeah, I, well, I, I haven't seen them, but if I had to guess from what I've heard, I, they don't sound like it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's um, all I have to say. I just I just wish they committed more to like either the wackiness of it all or the emotional aspects. And that would have been a more fitting conclusion to the trilogy and a more relevant movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think like so I guess. What I do find a little disappointing about this movie is this movie is like, it's got sort it, it's a little bit of, it's a few of the elements of the plot elements of Bill and Ted 1 and a few of the plot elements of Bill and Ted 2. But like Bill and Ted 1 and Bill and Ted 2 are very different movies. So I think that like, that's why I'm so, that's why I'm so uh, disappointed that the princess's plot line in this was not done or like was excluded because I think that is an interesting take on what's like, it's an interesting take on what's already set up in the first two movies, but is very different in a way that is similar to how the first movie is different from the second movie. So like the first movie is a time travel movie. They go back in time and they get all these historical figures so they can pass their history class. The second movie, they get killed by time traveling robots and go to hell for the entire movie. And it's just them journeying through hell which you will notice is not a time travel thing at all. So like the second movie is very different because like they're not traveling to a bunch of different set pieces. They're like, they're just in hell and they have like, they, they have a couple of space, a, a couple of times when they like have to, they, they have to like go through their worst fears. Then they have like a game with death, but death keeps losing and he's a really sore loser. So they play him like a hundred times in different games and he keeps losing. So like (laughs) this is, it's, it's just movie. It's just movies about like these two dumb people who like get into ridiculous situations. And so it's a little weird. Well, it's not super weird. It's a little expected at this point, because when I think of Bill and Ted, I mostly think of the first movie and, um, that's a time travel movie. So it's not weird to see that Bill and Ted face the music re-explores the time travel angle, but also has them go to hell briefly. It's like, this is just the first two movies, but like in a different way. But that's why to me, it would be really cool to get the princess plot line in there because what they say in the movies is that the princesses are exploring different realities to see like, which versions of Bill and Ted they are actually like they're they're happy with. And so it would be kind of cool to see them explore that angle where, oh, they're actually going to different realities and like, you know, sort of a Rick and Morty style thing. Obviously not taking too many cues from Rick and Morty, but like imagine if the first one is a time travel movie. The second one is Bill and Ted go to hell. And the third one is Bill and Ted go to different universes and just like see weird shit in order to save the universe and all of reality or something. And so I, I have to admit, I have watched other reviews of this movie since. And like, I'm not the first person to have this idea. 
And specific, <laughs> specifically the other video that I would watch that where they brought that up, like they said, what if, you know, all of the bills and Ted's of the future that they're actually, that they're going to, what if the twist is that they are actually bill and Ted in different universes? I'm like, that's a cool way to do that. I think the coolest way to do that would be to actually expand on the princess plot line that they set up and never deliver on. But hopefully that's in deleted scenes. Yeah, I guess the I understand them wanting. I guess they might give it more closure with them reiterating what they've done before. But also, so yeah, it feels it feels pretty cheap. And like, ah, it's hard to say because like again, this is such an odd movie. And just in terms of they were never really trying. I guess like it's not like a critical darling. They're just doing it. It's just like it felt like you know Keanu and Alex Winters want, wanted to to just do another movie together, and this gave them the opportunity to do that and revisit like these characters. But like, like this isn't this isn't a massive franchise. This isn't they're not rebooting it in any way. So yeah, it's just hard to know what I expected from this movie in the end, and because I'm not a fan of the franchise. This isn't like a reboot where they're looking for a new audience. This isn't even really like they were looking for a great way to end the franchise because like like I don't think when they finished the second movie they were they were really attempting to make a third. So it just feels like a movie that was made for fun and I guess the the quality of it reflects that. Like it's not bad, it's enjoyable and I guess the main thing is just it's kind of cute to see these guys together acting it's a cute movie that's that's all mm -hmm. it really is to it and so uh, yeah i wanted to uh ed solomon one of the writers of this movie he has a quote here i'm reading from the wikipedia page he says we have a script that we are really proud of that we worked very hard on that we've done many iterations <laughs> of and we did it on spec meaning we spent years working on it because we wanted to get it right creatively this is not hey, let's all cash in on the Bill and Ted thing for money. This is the opposite. This is, we love these characters. They've been with us for our whole lives, Chris and me and Alex and Keanu. We wanted to visit them again as middle-aged men. We thought it would be really fun and funny and sweet. And like, I'm not going to disagree with him entirely, but the part that I wonder about is, so he says, this is not, hey, let's all cash in on this. Let's all cash in on Bill and Ted thing for money. This is the opposite. I do personally think that this is not a cash grab movie because this is a this is a fairly like it's a small bill and ted is a pretty small franchise anyway and like this movie is respectful enough that it is to the old stuff that like it's not just going for those nostalgia bucks like it's clearly going for those to some degree but like it does want to actually get the movie right and it does that pretty well but if they wanted, like, the, the part that I wonder about is we wanted to get it right creatively. Like, it is still, they didn't, I, I just kind of want, I just kind of take issue. Not, not really, but, like, my problem with this movie is that one is very different from two, and three is a rehash of the first two in an interesting enough way, but, like, it could be a departure from two in the same way that one is a, that two is a departure from one. And it's not. And like, it's fine. I like this movie, but it could be so much more. 
I, I'm just kind of shocked that they had multiple iterations. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. I don't know. It definitely did. Like I've <laughs> I've read they they've been very open about what some of the alternate endings were. Really? There's okay. one where like at the very end they have to uh, deliver they they have to like deliver instruments to everybody on Earth, and they're like, wait a minute, but how can we do that? We can't we can't go everywhere on Earth in one night. And then like Ted says, Bill, how do we do that? We can't go everywhere. We can't get deliver presents to everyone on earth in one night. And Bill goes, no, but I know who can. And it ends with them teaming up with Santa Claus. Oh, wow. Which like, that would have been horrible, but it would have been hilarious. I mean, honestly, that almost sounds better than what we got. Honestly, <laughs> I would have. No, I got it. Um, I gotta say the ending, I don't know what it is about the ending of this movie because I don't actually particularly care that much for the song they finally come up with. And like the ending of this movie isn't like earth shattering or anything, but for whatever reason, it's a really emotional ending for me. Like I get choked up every time this movie ends and I don't even know why, like, so whatever it is, it worked. Uh, I could, I could see that. Like, I, I it brought a smile to my face when I was watching the ending. Mm. It was a uh, it's it's just nice. It's just a feel. It's a feel good, very feel good, and it's an enjoyable way to finish. I kind of wish there was a scene afterwards. There um, is. Wait, what? It's not there. There's an after credit scene. Oh god damn it! Okay, I didn't <laughs> see that. Um, but yeah, like it, it's a cute ending. Yeah, this movie is like it's a feel good movie and it's cute yeah. and like. That's all it needs to be. So in that respect, this movie is really successful. Yeah. I just, uh, I'm really happy I didn't pay for it or see it in theaters, I guess. that's the, If I saw this in theaters, I would have been a little bit like, well, that's great. I just kind of wasted. This isn't a theatrical movie at all. It's a very much a direct-to-TV movie. So it might have been for the best, honestly. Theaters, and I did not regret it. Oh, wow. Okay, never mind. But also... I'm coming into this, remember, as like a someone fan. who's seen the first two and I like the first two a lot. Yeah, that's fair. So, uh, all right. So, Jeff, what, what would you rate this? I'm guessing you recommend like, it. Oh, I definitely recommend it. And like so far, this is my favorite movie that came out this year that I have seen aside from The Invisible Man. Wow. OK, yeah, I was going to say that's the first movie that came to mind. That's fair. So, like, okay. The Invisible Man is my favorite movie of the year so far. Uh, my second favorite movie of the year is definitely Bill and Ted. And that will probably change because, as we both kind of established, this movie's not going to win any Oscars. But also, like, this is just I a mean, good. At this point, it might. <laughs> I, I still I think that there's enough. There's like, apparently, the, in, like the, the film festival circuit has been wild this year. I'm oh, okay. really excited to see any of those movies come to any format that I can watch them. Uh, but like, yeah, we're going to talk about First Cow eventually. 100%. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Like, this is just a good, feel-good movie that made me smile a lot and I thought was funny enough. And like, I think it could have been more but realistically, it didn't need to be, so it's fine. Like, I think I would, if I had to rate this out of 10, I'd give it, like, a pretty pretty good 7. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd say about the same. I'd say a 6. Maybe, That's fair. 
maybe a seven. Um, yeah, it, it I was do a- also think that I think that this movie is good enough on its own. Clearly, you thought it was better than average anyway, but like, I think this movie benefits a lot from having seen and having enjoyed the first two. Yeah, I, I definitely would enjoy it. I guess I don't mind it. I can kind of see the. like there was a there was i think there's probably a few references like like the whole death thing like they already knew death i thought they explained that well enough Mm -hmm. um and i don't know what like the future thing did did they speak to the people in the future in the other movies before was that was that previously set up yeah in the first one they go to the future and in the second one you see like it starts in the future and there's like scenes of what school is like in the future briefly. okay cool so yeah the, like that that was like relatively well established in this movie anyways so it was fine mm-hmm. so yeah and also this movie had kid cuddy so i i was very happy to watch it is this the first or the second movie we've seen with kid cuddy it is the second we watched need for speed in this right right yeah, yeah well so, yeah yeah i guess People won't have seen that on Spotify, but if you go back to our old episodes, I guess like in that respect, I don't want to dwell on it too long, but this was a really disappointing role for Kid Cudi. I think I thought his role in Need for Speed was better. So <laughs> pretty rough. Pretty but I praise he was he was having fun, and I'm glad he was having fun. But I guess like that's all I can say. I don't think he was very good in this. I agree. I agree, unfortunately. But yeah. Uh, anyways, what's our next movie, Jeff? Oh boy, our next movie is going to be The Personal History of David Copperfield. I uh, know nothing about this movie except that it's got Dev Patel in it. Uh, yeah, I, I really like that guy um, yeah, as an actor. I'm, so. I'm excited on that like just because of that. So we'll see if that pays off. Yeah, it should be interesting. Also, I'm trying to scope out early... I'm, I'm trying to scope out early potential Academy Award nominees so that I have less to watch right up going right up to the Academy Awards. So I'm I'm hoping I picked good with this one. We'll see. There's not a lot to pick from right now. Yeah, especially with the all these 2021 movies or 2020 movies getting pushed back even further. It's gonna be quite the drought for a while. But well we'll get to first cow here soon. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening.